Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ and my Hammers 11. Hope you're all safe and well from the channel. Please consider subscribing, hitting the bell icon so you may do it any time we put new content on. Today's guest, well, we, we just spoken beforehand. I think I've had most of his office on, so it's only a matter of time before we've got Mark on. Um, for those of you who don't, Mark Phillips, uh, under 18 coach for, what, 14 years, but more importantly, a lifelong Hammer. How are you doing, Mark? How are you, man? Not bad at all, not bad at all. Obviously, like, a bit weird in lockdown sort of thing. We're not in work and that sort of thing, but... We see every game, which is a bit of a consolation, I suppose. Actually, can't go to games, can we? we can watch every game, sort of stuff. Like, which is, yeah, awesome. and you probably get a better view anyway. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, well, and it's a lot warmer. You do, but you can see the good and the bad. I, I, I yeah. won't elaborate on that, but sometimes you can, you can actually see every little thing that maybe should have been done when it wasn't. So there you yeah. go. Yeah, and and you can, and obviously, you know, from a coach's perspective, obviously, you can you can switch off the fake crowd noise, and you can hear what. Well, Moisey and Kevin, that lot of shouting on the sidelines, which is quite well, fun. I have to say, when I'm watching West Ham, I'm just a fan. I forget I'm a coach. I'm just a West yeah. Ham supporter, you know. What I mean? And uh, I won't go into it here, but I can be a bit sometimes in my mind a bit critical of the team. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think yeah. everyone is. It's an opinion thing. Football is about opinions, isn't it? So, yeah. um, it's like well, I can sit down and watch a game. I could watch Man United v Man City and watch it as a coach. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when I'm watching us, I'm just like, you'd think I was a lunatic when I'm watching us. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And also, you know, from from watching from a cope, I mean, I, I've I've been fortunate to, to watch some games with with like like pros and stuff. And 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 it's true. People say people watch they watch the game differently than, than the normal fan, isn't it? In terms of from a from a technical perspective. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, even the people we spoke about earlier that I work with, you know, like Kev Keane and, and Steve Potts and that, who are West Ham legends. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. they'll look at it differently to me. Although Steve loves West Ham. Yeah. I'm such a fan. It, it, I, I, it's just not. I, don't, I won't look at the process of why we're doing things wrong. I think we're doing things wrong and just shout yeah. and scream. <laughs> That's not on the side of the pitchy 18. I mean, that's when I'm watching the first team. Yes, I'd say. But, you know, we're doing all right at the moment, first team. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm doing well now. We're doing well. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah they're doing, doing very well. I mean, 
I won't go into the nitty gritties of things. We could be doing better, I think, if there's certain yeah. Yeah. certain elements were in there. But but no, we are doing well. We're we're definitely we're definitely solid and very hard to to break down and beat without shadow. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I, I think what, what I like about us is, is, is that's, yeah, that sort of solidity, that sort of, you know, I mean, even the Brighton game, you know, it was, it's funny that you get two draws, like the Brighton game, and the Southampton game, the Brighton game, we were unhappy about a draw, Southampton, we were happy about a draw. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Um, and, and with that Brighton game, you know, we, we, what I like about us now is we don't seem to give up. Do you know what I mean? Even like two, nil, two three seasons ago, we'd have lost that game two, three nil, no problem. Um, yeah. The, 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 the perception of we should be Brighton at home, that's why we're thinking like that wasn't a good yeah. reason. And maybe yeah. Southampton away is, is a good point. But I agree with you. I think we, I mean, the, the Tottenham game shows everything about yeah. resilience. You're 3-0 yeah. down in the 82nd minute, let's be fair. Even the, the most optimistic West Ham fan in the world, which I'd like to think I am, even I didn't fancy us for 82 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it shows you, you know I mean? We're, that, 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 that was fantastic result. It was, it was, and it looks like it's a goal in us. Do you know what I mean? Every we, you know, although we didn't score yesterday, we could have easily, as you said, we could have easily won that game. Yeah, well, the, the funny thing is, I didn't jump up because I thought we'd already handballed it. I thought we handballed it. You know, you know, and it was all sort of yeah. hanging about in the box, and he was fighting for it. I thought, I thought Ben Rahm would handball it, yeah. so I wasn't. Even if he'd have scored, I would have been gone. To, and I'm not not being biased, but we never seem to get the rub of VAR. Never <laughs> no, no, no. So I'm, I'm, they've got to be taking off for a kickoff for me to celebrate these days. Yeah, it's that's the same. That's, that's the same though, isn't it? It's like it's now. It's, you don't celebrate until the other team's kicked off. That's how we could have won it. I, I just thought if it had been played back, he, he might have touched his hand. Yeah, I think you're right. There was a. It, it did look a bit dubious, but I mean, I remember when we when we started, like obviously from restart last year we we started playing the gold music in the stadium um because otherwise it's a bit flat in it i know there's no one there but you know it's like someone and the first time i pressed it, it was like when suchek scored against chelsea and they got you know rubbed off for var and it's like well, yeah. that's, that's i haven't done it for 20 years and the first time i've played <laughs> gold music it's been disallowed yeah <laughs> cut the music fella cut the music we ain't scored. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird isn't it it's weird how you can't really celebrate until they've kicked off but yeah, it is um yeah, but yeah, it's one of those things you'd like to see even itself out, but I haven't seen it even itself out to us just yet. No, obviously, um, being West Ham fans, all we're looking for is, is to even itself out. And, and yeah. I mean, you look at Dex last year against Sheffield United and things like yeah. that, you know, it still, still rankles with me, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, yeah, it does. And then you see when, like, obviously, Brighton with a dunk goal, and that was like, that was a yeah. handball. It's yeah. like, well, okay, I don't understand how one can be one and one can't be the other, but yeah. yeah me, me being cynical, saying, now oh, as it's West Ham, I bet they give it, I bet they give it, and they did, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then when you see you got like I know Michael Oliver and all these uh, on the full of you go, I see it. We ain't got nothing today. Yeah, you know, oh, nothing. I look who it is. I go, oh, no, Jack, he hates West Ham. <laughs> we all think they all hate West Ham, and it? it's so funny. But uh, no, it's all. Yeah, I'll, actually, go on. I'll go to. I normally do the Hong Kong Sevens every year. We take yeah. have twenty, and there's always like the, the Premier League refs out there, and. We end up the last night all going out. I'm always into them. I say, you hate West Ham. You're always biased against West Ham. I know, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> so it's your fault, Mark. You haven't bought that last sarky. No, the, the next season, they're going to balance it out. Remember what I've said, but I, I never do. <laughs> <laughs> Just that element of doubt in their mind. Or yeah. I don't know, because there's this time <laughs> the bar with Mark Phillips in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. shall I give it? Home I God, remember, yeah. I remember uh, one year, Kevin Friend was out there. I actually... Probably give him a right even. I'll leave him. I'll tell you what. Next year, I'm going to give West Ham a penalty. He never did. He never, never did. did. <laughs> never did. 
<laughs> oh, oh brilliant oh god but that's the thing i mean but i mean you know we've, we've obviously you know christmas so many games happening as you said it's like literally every every day every every hour it seems to be a football match at the moment isn't it it's ridiculous it is. yes. it, it, um, i mean after friday we've got i think it's like 10 11 days rest don't we before the stockport game so yeah well, if we don't have a if we don't have a circuit breaker, you know, there's talk of the circuit breaker. Yeah, no, there, there is. It, 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 I heard it was a circuit breaker with a Premier League. I don't know if the FA Cup's involved in that or how it works. I don't know. I don't know. I, it worries. It, I mean, I think it'd be good to do something because I think yesterday they said on, on Amazon Prime that something like seven out of the twelve League One games got called off because of yeah, COVID, and obviously there's no restrictions for the lower leagues in terms of the the testing. Is it? The Premier League no. the test. That's where we where I live. I mean, I, I live in Essex. We are the epicenter. It's, it's all around. We are. We are. We're the epicenter. <laughs> BBC website today. It's like an, an incident zone. It's like, oh god. Yeah. yeah no, I have kicking my back in. Uh, yeah. No, it's weird. It was, especially when you open the doors. And I was like, I'm in the middle of Horn Church. I'm not the epicenter. I'm in the epicenter of the coronavirus new variant. Um, yeah. You are trying to go outside the front door, but you know, oh. what, what can you do? What I mean, do? I know she sort of glossed over when I said our next game is against Stockport. I was there that night, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> do you know what? I, I can imagine, right? When, when that draw happened, I imagine Ian Dowie sitting at home, hands behind his back. What? <laughs> Stockport West Ham? <laughs> Bollocks. Yeah, and then me. he gets the old royalties in for the old yeah. uh, clips, really. But yeah. No, I think what worries me about the Stockport game is is uh, and the whole FA Cup is is obviously the Premier League clubs mixing with the non-league with the League One two and, and various others because they don't get tested. And that's the trouble we have the Carabao Cup, wasn't it? And yeah. it's like the Premier League. So I think we I think West Ham paid or offered to pay Hull to get all their teams tested and same with Charlton and so it's 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 all a bit weird and I don't like it the fact that you know all these players we're already getting games called off in the Premier League already so yeah I mean um, I'm definitely not a doctor by any way shape or form but I mean it it does seem like it's every everywhere and this this second wave I know loads of people who have had COVID or some of your families had COVID so it is all over the gaff you know what I mean so I think a circuit breaker might be a decent idea but it's just when in it, and it's and whatever, whatever, whatever happens, it won't benefit West Ham. So it's like you know, <laughs> it never benefits West Ham. The VAR on the circuit breaker will work against us in some way, yeah, somehow, somehow. I mean, it was it's like like the Man City thing the other night. Everton had a rest, didn't they? Because they didn't have a game. And yeah. then- we got one it's so West Ham, isn't it? It's, that's the first thing we all say. Is, oh, well, I always look at it though because we are the special club in in the world. They've always had got all these little things against us. Mm. We are a special team. Well, it adds it adds the adds the nuance of being a West Ham fan, doesn't it, Mark? Really, in terms of we are a unique bunch of friend fans. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I've always thought that, and and and, and, I, and I still do sort of think that. And then that's why we have our own sort of axe to grind against any little decisions. Anything, anything. The world's against us, you know. World's against us, but no, it is. And 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 talking about that, so you say you're obviously West Ham fan. Why are West Ham? Why are you West Ham? Why was it your club then, Mark? Uh, my dad's a massive Queen's Park Rangers fan. My dad came okay. from Russia's QPR. I mean, my mum was a West Ham fan. And I used to go QPR with my dad when I was, yeah. you know, he takes you to football. And then uh, his friend took me to the Bobby Moore. My first game was a Bobby Moore testimonial. Free all draw with Celtic in 1970. And I went to West Ham and, and that was it for me. I'm, I'm West Ham ever since, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, and as, as you were saying before you started, you know, late 70s to 90s, you were pretty much yeah, when, when i was old enough to go i mean from probably 
76, 77 onwards, I'd go home and away every game. That's, that's what I'd done. Yeah. Uh, I just went to West Ham like when a football. Wasn't it? I mean, there was a, I can't remember the actual times. There were seasons, some seasons I didn't, didn't miss a game, all seasons, stuff like that. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen some good and I've seen some average as well. Yeah, yeah, plenty of thick and thin, maybe more thin than thick at West Ham. But, but I, again, I think that's why West Ham fans are unique. You know, it's like, I mean, you know, obviously being part of the setup there now, uh, or for many years now, but, um, you know, looking at, I mean, when I started in this channel, you know, I, I never really assumed that, I always saw West Ham as sort of quite a, yeah, sort of London Essex club, really. And but we're massive, honestly. We have it's incredible. This little funny little club in East London has these fans all the way over the world. You know, who'll get up at four o'clock in the morning to watch a West Ham game in Australia. That's oh, well, mental. We're actually, in, as I say, I've been because I work for the club. I've been lucky enough to to, to go on sure. tournaments and trips around the world. I've been to Hong Kong. Yeah. I've been to Japan. I've been, I've been West Ham fans everywhere. You'll be. Uh, I mean, and all ages because you think so. Someone at my age or a bit older than me. You know, after the World Cup, we won yeah. the World Cup. Obviously, everyone knows West Ham won the World Cup. The yeah. only club to do so. So, obviously, like you'd think we'd really got some fans from that sort of stuff, which obviously we did. But then even even younger fans and no, no, West Ham as a club. Can you can you imagine if we'd have had some success in the last? I know that's the scary thing, isn't it? Because you imagine where we would be. You know what I mean? It's and that's mad. It, it, it is crazy, but. Would you honestly really like us to be like a Man City or a no, Chelsea? It's not no. us. It ain't us. It's so not, we wouldn't. We would. We would lose that unique characteristic of being a West Ham fan, where you know, and not being funny. Our, our big war song is about things fading and dying. <laughs> fortunes always hiding. We always seem to be up against it. And but that's 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 our part of our fabric, isn't it? And I think if we were as successful, if we did, you know end up being like a Man City or whatever and winning everything, I think you'd lose that identity. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, when we do have, I'll say, small amounts of success, say say the year we had in 86 when we come yeah. first, we couldn't get in the ground. Like even the Intertoto Cup, the night in Mets, I wouldn't give that up for the one of the best. No, no, no. So, so any anything that teams like, I mean, it makes me laugh when teams like Arsenal go, we haven't won the league for so many years. We've never won the league, don't worry oh, about it. No, it's just ridiculous. We've never been third, and they talk about loyalty of fans, and they're going about Newcastle yeah. fans and this fan. No one is as loyal as West Ham fans. No. I'm telling you, West Ham yeah. fans are the loyalist in the country, if yeah. not the world. It's really that. It's so true. You were looking. I was talking to someone the other day. He was looking through the league and going like, yeah, Liverpool fans, obviously they had success, then they had a little crap bar, and then they're back in, you know, Man United had a lot of success, and now it's you know, Man City. You know, everyone's had that sort of period of success. Everton, da-da-da. And then it comes, and then you go to, and then, then, then we're next. We're next then. It's like, we're, no, oh, no, yeah, no, we finished third in 86. That's what <laughs> we used to talk about. You know, it's like. We remember, we remember it well, but, but that's what I'm saying. And, and but we look at the the, the, the still the, the support we get the away support yeah. and our support is is, is unbelievable when you think can you think about like people who haven't who like not I don't want to want to mention Tottenham but other teams will go oh we haven't won this round you know yeah. what I mean welcome to our world you know what I mean we're, yeah. we're, we're there through thick and thin yeah. yeah. That's what we're we about, and it's like now with our, like when Arsenal. I know they won the yes, a couple of won like a couple on the spin now, but you know when they were like fifteenth or sixteenth, and it was like their world had collapsed. And it's yeah. like 
not being funny. We'd have given our right arm at the beginning of the season to finish 16th in the season, you know, <laughs> as long as we don't go down, you know, and it's, and it's like, it was nice to sort of think, oh, we're not the worst team in London at the moment. Um, and we weren't, and we still won't be for a long time, I don't think. But um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it is, it's funny when it's their term. And it's like Tottenham, isn't it? It's like when Tottenham are top of the league and then like, oh, yeah, we're going to win the league. And we're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And they're like eight for whatever now, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Uh, it's just, I've got to tell you, you know, it was a bit of a worry when I was top of the league. And I was going, no, you're, you're, you're so negative. You're thinking, oh, they actually could. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. You know? I was count, yeah, but you know, if it was like if it was Tottenham and they had to like win the game, I know to win the league, and they're playing West Ham, they know. <laughs> no, God, sorry, mate, sorry, no, 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 it'd be Lasagna Gate all over again. But yeah, uh, oh, that was crazy. I remember that game. That was just the weirdest game because it was always going to get called off, wasn't it? There was yeah. talking about getting called off because all these players are sick, and they go, "No, we're playing it," and. And they played it, and they were, you know, characters all fly up on the pitch, and oh, it was a weird day. But we've, we've got a bit of an habit of sort of end of season. I mean, uh, like when we stopped Man United winning the league. Yeah, that, we, yeah. We, we have got that in us. We, 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 that sort of thing. we, we have got that in us, and you know, I mean, we, we, we'll go to Chelsea when we, we not the other night, obviously, but we will go to Chelsea. We'll nick a result with Chelsea when no one's expecting it. We'll yeah. nick a result with Man United to stay up and things like that. We're that yeah. sort of. We're, we're as, as I said, we are a special club. Yeah, we are. We're sort of this a scrapper in it, and it, and that's why when the season, when the fixtures came out at the beginning of the season, it was like, oh god, we're playing all these top teams. But that's when we turn up. That's when we scrap a game, we scrap a point, we scrap a victory, and it was quite good playing them all in one big hit because it was like you know we kept the momentum going. And yeah, um, well, well I'll, again, I always think Sky's against us as well. They're another mob against us. But like when when we lost to Newcastle and we didn't play particularly well that no, day, we didn't. Did. They was all going, look at West Ham's fixtures. They're not going to get a point. And they was loving it. They was getting right. You know, yeah. we're not going to get a point. They got all these games and we've got quite a few points. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's funny. They do say in gritted teeth, oh, look at West Ham, potentially <laughs> Europe contenders. Uh, yeah. It's like yesterday, even Amazon were like, they were watching, you know, Southampton, West Ham, they could both have, you know, aspirations of getting into well, Europe. The, the whole build-up, the whole build-up was about Southampton winning. It was all about Southampton. Yeah. Like, we were just an opponent in the corner. Of, don't worry about West Ham. It was yeah. all, and that, that is quite often the case, I think. I and mean, also, it also really rankles with me. I'm not getting yeah. get the soapbox here. When we'll play Arsenal, they'll have Alan Smith, right, as yeah. the pundit. He ain't biased enough, is he? Can't we have to go yeah, or Tony Cotty there? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Always someone who's who's against West Ham. Yeah, or they get someone like, God bless him, someone like Patrice Everett already played for about for yeah. six months. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, that doesn't really count. That doesn't really count, you know? No, he's, um, he's Man United for, for Although... He has come back to train a few times to keep himself fit, actually. But, I, but imagine, yeah. I wouldn't say West Ham's his club. No, nah, yeah. But it's, it was funny. It's like they spent, yeah, like yesterday with the Amazon stuff. And they spent more time talking about Husserlos, um Husserlos? No, no, no. Ralph, whatever his name is. Um, oh, the geezer with COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah doing right. it on the toilet than, than anything else. You know, they didn't, didn't, talk, didn't have an interview with, with, with Moisey as much as they did about him on the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, I think all, 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 you know Amazon, BT, Sky, a lot of them have got an agenda for a certain game. Right, we're going to go down this. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be about Danny Ings today. It's going to be about this, yeah. and they should, it should be a more of a, a broader spectrum about what's West Ham bringing to the party. Blah blah blah. They just go down one sort of narrative all the time. Yeah, I mean they should have been talking about Craig Dawson. They shouldn't be talking about Danny Ings. Should have been talking about they should have been talking about West Ham's under 18s winning a youth cup game for the first time in eight years. What's the matter with them? 
you know, it's, 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 it's the agenda gone mad, Mark, isn't it? Physical <laughs> agenda's gone mad. But yeah, and they picked Danny Ings, and then Danny Ings, for the first time ever in the Premier League, didn't take, didn't have a shot in the box or tight or touch the ball in the box first time ever in his career in the Premier League, apparently. It, 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 is, it is dangerous, though. When I saw him on the team sheet, I thought, oh, no. Well, I, thought I, was out. I didn't realize he was out. I thought, and then, and then he, yeah, he's, he's like one of those. Danny Ings is always the one that I'm worried about. And then, obviously, when Shane Long came on, Shane Long's one of those yeah. ones like Callum Wilson, always seems to score against us. It's like, oh. Well, West Ham throughout, throughout history, you've always got the one. If someone hasn't scored for like 30 yeah. years, they're breaking their duck against us. It's always the case. Well, Southampton, um, apparently, Southampton hadn't won the last game of the year uh, in the league for like 10 years or something like that. And it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And also Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson has never made a mistake which has led to a goal. In the Premier League or something like that in his career, something you know, and then within ten minutes he let Danny Ings in to score, and then he got disallowed. I was like, "Welcome to West Ham." There we go, Craig. Well, he, he got a clean sheet yesterday, I suppose. You're right, did well. I think, I think that stayed that, that uh, stat was made by Dawson himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to go back and look over every every game? <laughs> there will be someone though, you know. There will be someone. Mark, You've got a lot of spare time in our hands at the moment. It could be a lot more spare time coming up in the next couple of days. So, yeah. yes, no, it's all good. Um, and then obviously, you know, West Ham fan, and then uh, obviously a coach, and then you became West Ham under 18. You know, you got in the coaching setup at West Ham uh, 14 years ago. How did that happen? How did I, that happen? I, I used to, I, I played played myself, played semi pro football myself, sort of yeah. stuff, and then I got into coaching. I used to coach, you know, for, for free, I used to coach a grassroots level on Sunday mornings. And we took a team uh, called in Hornchurch, fan a team called Pegasus, and oh, uh, we we took we took a team to Arsenal, and now I was doing the under twelves of Pegasus, and we played Arsenal's under 11s. That's how it would work because obviously mm. they're at a professional standard. Yeah. And uh, Pegasus beat them two one, and and Steve Bold actually said, "Who coaches this team?" And they said, "Oh, that fella there, blah blah blah." And he said, "Oh, would you be having any interest in coming in and working with Arsenal?" And I said, nah, I'm West Ham. I said, what do I work for Arsenal for? West Ham support one. He said, no, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a route into the professional game, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I said, yeah. I don't know if I could have an Arsenal shirt. And I'm not really sure. So I'll give it some thought. And then another fella rang me from Arsenal and I, I went in that pre-season. And I, I was at Arsenal for three seasons. And I have to say, enjoyed it. I had no allegiance yeah. to their first team whatsoever. Uh, they used to say, oh, do you want your two tickets? Because if you're a coach, you get two tickets. Do you want your two things? I know. I've got no interest. I'm a West Ham fan, you know what I mean? So I'm not going, I'm not going, I'm going West Ham. Yeah. And uh, so I worked there for four years and then uh, Tony Carr rang me up. Uh, well, I thought, I thought it was one of my mates, actually. Yeah. Because I, I was a London taxi driver for 20 years and I'm driving in the cab and the phone's gone and they said, is that Mark? I said, yes, it's Tony. I said, Tony who? I said, Tony Carr. And it's the sort of thing we mates would do for a wind-up, you know? Yeah. We want you to come and work at West Ham. I said, yeah, who is this? They said, what do you mean it's Tony Carr? I said, stop messing about. I'm busy. I'm at work. He said, no, it's Tony Carr, West Ham United. And I thought, it actually sounds like him, actually. <laughs> I want to come in for an interview. And, and, and that was that, really. Oh, wow. And that's like, I mean, for you know, for a coach and a fan, it must be like your absolute dream, dream job. Oh, I, I, I'm unbelievable. I mean, it's ridiculous now. I mean, and... Uh, I look at look at the the phone numbers in my phone, and I'm I'm mates with half of the people I've I've spent yeah. a hell of a lot of money following around the country. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, I've, I've met all my idols and everything. It's weird. It's, it's, it is weird. I'm used to it now after 15 years. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> 
I mean, my favourite ever player was, was, was Trevor Booking, and I can remember I was doing a team at um, uh, the Warwick University at the night tournament, and Trevor Booking come to see the tournament, and he got there early. So I spent half an hour just me and him on the side that no one else about, just just chatting about football for half an hour to Trevor Booking. He probably wouldn't remember me if, if, if I walked past him now. He's, he's got the best memory of faces, Trevor. But for me, it was an unbelievable experience. Yeah, no, I know exactly. What, in a very, very small, uh, like, like you know, it's obviously 15 years. and But it's the same with me. It's like I looked at my phone book the other day. I, I plugged my phone into my, into, my te- into my computer in my car. And obviously, you get the last dial numbers and the text messages. And I'm looking at who's my last text messages. And it's like, like I mean, we've been doing this for, like, six or seven months and it's like it's mental <laughs> it's like you know no, how you went, like what when did this I mean, happen i mean for when i was going all the time like i watched steve potts throughout his career yeah. he's probably like my closest friend now i go out me and me missus go out regularly with his missus it's like it's quite bizarre he's like funny, you know. isn't it? it's funny old world isn't it it's funny yeah. old world but yeah but as you said and i think there's but what i like about the way the west ham uh coaching setup is at the moment is if is every every year group's got an ex-player assigned to it isn't it i believe yeah, which right. is and um, we've had, obviously we've had quite a few of them on but it's yeah. that's that's what we need that's there's that west ham that's keeping that sort of consistency yeah, I mean, there, there was a long time that I minute mean, there was only potsy there, there was potsy yeah. and obviously kev's come back cole is coming zav's yeah. there conchie's there yeah yeah, no, no, it is good. It's, it's, I mean, we have a staff game every Friday morning. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm passing there, I'm giving it the conch, I'm getting it off a of pot, so I'm giving it the coley. It's mad, you know. <laughs> it's like school, it's schoolboy stuff for me. Yeah, it really is. It's incredible. I'll uh, never give it back to them because I'm useless. But I mean, <laughs> Bless them. Yeah, and, and that's what, and that's the, the great thing. I mean, there's, there's, it seems to be a lot more. And obviously, you know, in the, in the sort of the first teams set up, obviously you got Kevin Nolan, you got Piercy, you know, you got some, you know, there's all ex West Ham players throughout the sort of the setups now, and I yeah. just think that's that's the way that West Ham needs to be set up. There has to be, you know, just to keep that thread going through, particularly when, you know, God forbid, Mister Noble hangs his shoe up, shoes up, you know, boots up rather. He's, you know, there's, there's going to be no player ex-players in the setup and stuff and so um no it's well, nice it's to see because of mark's son mark you know mark's son and then he's in mark's quite often at academy nights and things and he's shown yeah. a, i mean he was at an under 18s game stayed the whole time he's at he's at a few 23s games mark's taken quite a big interest in the academy actually which is great for academy coaches to see that and, and academy players it's fantastic yeah. and he's not just playing lip service to it mark, mark he's he's you know i've actually known mark since he was like you know obviously quite young course, but like, yeah. so you know he, he's actually he's very interested in what you're trying to do why you're trying to do it what's the reason for that he's actually taking a big interest in, in the academy which is great he's, he's come yeah. for it himself hasn't he yeah, exactly. And as you said, and and there's 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 always been. We've obviously we had we had Tony Corn as well, you know. So we've we've had like you know a lot a lot of the that academy that academy, you know, obviously what Tony brought to it and stuff like that. And no, it's um that's what's he, important. Isn't it? Tony Carr did, didn't mention the phone call when I didn't say. No, he didn't. Didn't, no, he didn't, he didn't say. Didn't say. You know, it's, it's, we've spoken about you know how you know how he started with Alan Kirbishley and Paul Brush and at West the schoolboys and they had to change the name. And unfortunately, your your conversation didn't come up. I'm really sorry, Mark. In, in our interview, no, I, I'd like to think that now I'm, I'm probably only the, one of the only people at the club that Tony still speaks to. Actually, I still speak to Tony. God, no, I don't mean fill out of anyone. It's just a bit. I, I mean, the staff has moved on. And yeah. people knew, I mean, I think 
Do you know Paul Heffer? Paul Heffer's still there, who was obviously there when Tony's. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Right, let's talk about your eleven. Now we're going to do an eleven from from, from your professional career rather than your fan career because I thought yeah. it'd be quite fun. So, um, so you you've, you're going to put eleven together of, of the players that you've you've coached through the for your 13, 14, 14 years at the club, um, and have and have made it into the the big league, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, the first one. I mean, I, I was thinking of, of goalkeepers, and because the goalkeeper was the, the really awkward one. Yeah, the, the the goalkeeper has probably done the best out of it. He's now the keeper. I think he's on loan at the moment at Swansea. Is Freddie Woodman? Freddie Woodman was at West Ham. I don't know if anyone knew that. Fred, Freddie Woodman started his career as an under ten and under eleven at West Ham United. Wow! Because his dad, Andy Woodman, was the goalkeeping coach, and then he he, he was Alan Pardew's sort of best mate. Then he went and then he went to Palace, and he went there with him, and ended up going to Newcastle. And that's where I think Freddie Woodman is now. But when I my first team at West Ham United, Freddie Woodman was the goalkeeper. Wow! Yeah. There you go. That's not bad, is it? It's not bad. I'll pick Freddie Woodman in, in go. I mean, I've obviously worked with you no know, Nathan Trot and Joseph Anang who are around it now, sort of thing. Yeah. But Freddie Woodman's career is actually, you know, he's, he's doing quite well. He's, he's in and around. He's plays week in, week out for Swansea, and he's yeah. been on the bench quite a lot for Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. And with that, we've, we've obviously players that have come and maybe, maybe gone. Do you keep an active interest in, in where they've where they've gone to? Because obviously, you've, you spent a lot of time coaching them. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think that if you had any of the players here, the ones that I was particularly, I speak to most of them as well, still text them and talk to them. I mean, still still speak to Josh Cullen, still speak to Reese Burke, Lewis Page, you know, mm. people like Rabble Morrison. People, yeah. I know it's a bit of a controversial one, but. but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He got Rab. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. He was, yeah, he was the. He was the. He was the one, wasn't he? He was the one that just slipped through the fingers. Bless him, old Rav. But he, uh, he's, he's a bit of a misunderstood fellow, Rav. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll tell you a quick story about about Rav Morrison. A couple of years ago, my my appendix burst, right? Yeah. And I ended up in hospital. I had an operation. Blah blah blah. And uh, someone I know at Man United happened to bump into Rav Morrison in Manchester. Told him about it. He's rang me up at two o'clock. I'm in the hospital bed. The phone's gone at two in the morning. Hello? Mark, it's Rev. I've gone, Rev who? He went, Rev, Rev was, I mean, I've heard you're not very well. Blah, blah, blah. Are you all right? I'll come down to see you and all that. That's the sort of fellow he is, honestly. Mm. He's, he's half off the wall, but yeah. he, actually, he actually is a caring bloke, honestly. Yeah. And you get that with, with some players who are so so gifted that they are a little bit off the wall, aren't they? Just because... Yeah. You know, I mean, look at like even not in West Ham, but like people like Gaza and stuff like that. It was just like complete nutters, but they had to be because of what he did on the pitch. It was almost like it's these two sides. Uh, he's in that category. Unfortunately, yeah. if he got a few more of his components right, he would be in oh, the yeah. midfield for England. I'm telling you, yeah. I've never up close seen anyone with more ability than him. And you mm-hmm. can ask people. I mean, Jack Collison said the same to me. Yeah. Everyone has said the same. It's trained with him. His ability yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, I know he isn't. I think he's playing in Den Haag now or something like that. Yeah. But he, his ability on the ball was as good as anyone. Yeah. Anyway, without a doubt. Yeah. All right. So put Freddie in. Who's next? Who's next then, Mark? Well, I've gone. I've gone with a, a back four. Yeah. Uh, I've gone with Ben Johnson at right back because obviously yes. I had a lot to do with uh, Ben Johnson. Uh, he used to be a central midfield player. And I, I was when, when he was in the in the youth team as the first year, me and I'll say me, yeah, could sort of converted him to he'd agree as well. I converted. I had a long. He didn't want to play fullback at all. He didn't want to play yeah. fullback. He wanted to stay in midfield. And I had a long chat with him about you know you can play in midfield, but you might be playing in 
in the Ryman's or, or the Vauxhall Conference. But if you go at fullback, you can have a good career. Mm. I didn't know what actually was going to happen. But I said, he's a professional footballer. And the rest, they say, is history. So, yeah. so ben, ben Johnson's been right back. Yeah. Then yeah, I've got to bear in mind that, you know, particularly as they work with me, not particularly as they are now, the, the, the two centre-halves I'd have is Reese Burke has won. Who's yeah. obviously man at Hove, made a lot of appearances for Hull City. He did, yeah. And he, he, I mean, even when he was went on loan, um, to, to, he was always the, their sort of players' player of the season, wasn't he? And stuff like that. He'd always perform. He, he, went, he went to Bradford and, and got the loads of players of the season's award. Yeah. It's not that I've, the reason I've picked him, he's West Ham supporter as well, <laughs> comes from East Ham. So he's one of your own, you know what I'm saying? Sort of yeah. Thing. So he, he's a proper good lad. He's a, he's yeah. a good lad. Yeah. Uh, the, the left-hand side of the defence, I've, I've manoeuvred him in a little bit. It would be Dan Potts. He's a left-back, but can play left-side centre-back. Yeah. So, that, Dan Potts there. There you go. Again, yep. again I'm having people who are all playing in the, in the game today. A left-back is Lewis Page, who is now oh, yeah. he's now playing for Exeter City. After he was, he was at Charlton for a couple of years, he was always Watch injured. Yeah. He's a great, he's a really good lad. He's a, he's a really good lad. And every time he played for the youth team, he'd give you 100%. Mm -hmm. In midfield, as a two, if you like, holding, yeah. I've got Declan Rice as the captain, which he's captain in the first team, so he might as well be yeah. captain of my team. Might as well. <laughs> and uh, next alongside him, I'd have Josh Cullen. Yeah. Who, who, again, he's West Ham for and through. Not that I'm biased towards people who are West Ham for and through, but he is. And I, I just think he he was that close to getting over the line at West Ham. He he, he was close. It was like another season. It was, but it was all, it was always with Joshua. I thought it was always another season, wasn't it? Another yeah. season, another yeah. season. I, mean, I, I see him up close, training week in week out for a long period of time, and he was a good footballer. Believe you me. Or yeah. he not was is a good footballer, and he he's, he's got in the Anderlecht team. So with Vincent yeah. Company being their manager, so you know, yeah. you just know what, what a good technician he is. And with, and with Deck particularly as well. Obviously, you've 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 seen him come through, and obviously, you know, he's become this player. You know, I think we've just scratch the surface with Declan Rice as a player I think you know there's a lot more to come and obviously when I mean I remember seeing him under 23s and stuff and he was a centre-back and stuff like that um was you know was he always I mean clearly the yeah this sort of midfielder he's, he's actually he's even developed in that role I think you know he started off as quite very much a CDM now he's almost like a box-to-box -box now um you know he's forming forward at that early age, clearly he was a you know. I remember under twenty threes, he'd be barking, he'd watch him go. He's basically John Terry. He's like a new John Terry, the way he sort of like commanded. At a younger age, was he like that as well? Was he very much had well, that when, leaders when role? When we first signed him, signed him as a midfield player, yeah. he was a midfield player. And uh, at the time, we had a good sort of under. I was doing the fifteens. I think I was their coach actually. We had a good. We had some good players. You know, Joe Powell's now at Burton. Billy Young's unfortunately. We had, and I actually said to Dave Hunt, who brought him in, I don't know what we need this fella for. Why have we brought Deck in? Yeah. And I said it. I said, I said it because he was quite gangly. And, and but like you know, even after two weeks, my opinion was completely changed. He's an absolute character. Does yeah. he, he should do like impressions of me, like. Give me a, oh, he's Mr. West Ham. He's, he's a right funny bloke, yeah. But like, and then, then you know, his football come through and he started to grow into his body because, because a bit like Rio when we, Rio Ferdinand was 14 15. Paul Effer always talks about he was very gangly and had to grow into his body. And yeah. Deck had to do the same. And then once he, once he did, you know, for, for me, uh, he got in the, he should have got in the 23s before he did. I mean, he played a whole yeah. year in the youth team. 
between his, the first year of the youth team, whereas Reese Oxford was gone and playing for, for the first team and training uh, that was with us. I can remember distinctly we played a game, we played a game at uh, Colney against Arsenal. We beat them five 0 actually. I thought I'd get that mentioned in. But, um, it's right next to the Arsenal's first team training pitch. So yeah. they they train and they come and watch the second half. And Dick was like head and shoulders. He was a first, he was absolutely playing centre half. He was yeah. fantastic. And Arsene Wenger picked, picked him out. He said, That number six is going to be a player. He's a footballer. Him. Yeah. No, he wasn't yeah, saying yeah, it. He, was, yeah. <laughs> he was saying it to another fellow I knew who was an Arsenal coach. He said, I like yeah. my step number six. He's a player. So he was right, wasn't he? He was, yeah, and it's funny, isn't it? I mean, that sort of, that sort of, I mean, you know, when when Mark wasn't playing, there was no, there's no sort of, there's no hesitation that Deck was going to be captain. You know, and he's, he's like 21, 22, you know, and it's, it's mental when you think about it. It's such a young lad. I mean, you've got, you know, Balbuena is, is Corinthians captain. Well, well, I mean, uh, it was obviously a bit before my time. I think Bobby Moore was made captain at a young age as well. I think I think Bobby was a young captain. Some people have just got that stature and that leadership. Yeah. And, and, you know, Deck, Deck, Deck's got that without, without being arrogant, without being flashy, because he, he, he really, really wants it. You know what I'm saying? He really, yeah. really and it's just because he's got this boyish charm when it comes to football you know it, like the interview as i say he, he's always playing practice quite often on me actually he likes a practical joke and he's always ringing me up to pretending to be someone else and stuff he's, he's an absolute character yeah. and i think that you know, the players really respect him like that yeah but, but he's also he's humble like if you notice as soon as mark comes on the pitch he goes straight up to him mm. like you're the gaffer now yeah. blah 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 you know what i'm saying so I think he is a popular fella, and he yeah. he never he never ever. Think, I mean, he's done fantastic. He's scoring goals for England and everything else. But if I ever want anything or anything like, he always. Yeah, what do you want, Mark? He, he always remembers the so, people yeah. that have helped him along the way. Yeah, definitely, done. definitely. Right, okay. Well, but Deck and Cullen in the in the middle too. Right, what's next then, Mark? Right, then then, then we're going to play play with three wide right. We'll have Marcus Brown, who is now at Middlesbrough. But there yeah. was times Marcus Brown was absolutely unplayable for the 23. Yeah. I know it's different. And when he went to Oxford, he was excellent there. And I still think he could have a good career in the game. Yeah. So Marcus Brown, in the number 10 role, I've got to have Ravel Morrison because he was actually my, my... But Ravel Morrison sort of trained with us, with me, a little bit by default because he was a first-team player. Yeah. But he... Uh, he was a little bit, uh, he played up a little bit and was sort of banished, if you want, to train with the 18s. But obviously, it was good for us because the boys learned, learned, off of, learned off of him, to be fair. Of course. So yeah, yeah. In, in the number 10 role. And then obviously, wide left, I'd have Grady Diangana. Not, not because he comes from my hometown of Woolwich, just because <laughs> I think Grady's an exceptional talent. Yeah. And then, and then there's the centre forward, I'd have a. I'll have had Dylan Dylan Tombidis because if yeah. wouldn't have happened what have happened to Dill, Dill Dill would have been playing in our first team now. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's, a, it's one of those things with with all of them. It's like you know, I mean, you look you look for that team, and it's like you, they were all, you know, they they're all they're all they're all, they're all they're all playing and they're all playing well and they're all playing in the right league, and it's just. One of those things, but it, I mean, there's so many, isn't there? There's so many who who end up going in and, and going to other clubs and and, and making a great. I mean, it, even I mean, we had, I mean, Tony did his eleven, and Tony's eleven was like you know John Terry, Lang Lampard, as you can imagine. And yeah. you look at that team, and even now, I mean, you, I mean, even Marcus Brown. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? When you still, I still look out for like you know, 
in the same. I know you do, but I, it, when when like, the names pop up, I'm like, oh, he was at West Ham once. Yeah, I mean, like, like that. For, for me now, if Joe Powell scores or Anthony yeah. Stone scores, I'd always check them. And now I do keep in contact. With them. I mean, I'm forever looking through who's in the team today. Is it any anyone I know? Like, like, like that sort of thing. Yeah, obviously follow all our old players. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I mean, I, I've, got, I've got a massive subs bench here in case you ask who's, me. Who's, who's in your sub bench, right? Well, the ones I haven't named, I'll go through them quick, is obviously Reese Oxford, who's now playing playing in Germany. Yeah. Josh Pask, Ben Schiefer at Coventry. Robert Alls at Oxford. Elliot Lees at Luton. Moses McCassie, who's playing in Sweden. Nathan Trott. Jeremy Ngakia. I mean, yeah. people say all oh, the West Ham and West Ham do West Ham Academy. We produce players. Let's, let's yeah. not forget. I know it's not always for West Ham, but we, we produce players. And it's almost like, and it's, it's like, and someone like someone like Moses, for example. Moses was going to, you know, he, he he had a bit of a run in the first and the squad, didn't he? If I remember, yeah. and it was like he was going to be like another. They sort of moved him into a, a bit like what they did with Deck. I'm pretty sure they put him into sort of central with like CDM. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 and he. he, he he was a central midfielder predominantly, yeah. but he, he, he could play anywhere, Moses, which yeah. was good and bad for him, really. He used to be, yeah. animal. he'll do a job here, he'll do a job there. Uh, he went to Holland for his first professional. Now he's in Sweden, but Moses McCassie's a good footballer. Trust me. There's lots of good players who've, got, who've come for us. I mean, if he was talking to a coach from Arsenal, Tottenham and Chelsea, he'd be saying the same things about their yeah. youth. But, yeah, but, we're not. We're not that much. No, obviously, we're not. We're talking about the, the best team in the world. But, but I always like to think that, that, that our players have, you know, got that extra something special. And they're not just as footballers; just you know, just as people. Yeah. Away from football, they're, they're all decent blokes. Everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know more than anyone. It's like you know, we've had, I think, like forty odd ex pros, I reckon, on our t- on our on our channel so far, and every one of them is is sort of the earth. You know what I mean? Whether it's whether yeah. it's Tony Cotty or Jonathan Pantsil. You know, they're all. I love Jonathan Pant. I love John Pantsil. Uh, he was lovely. Such uh, a lovely what, bloke. What was Jonathan Pantsil's wearing? He used to wear some ridiculous clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, did, he wore normal, he wore sort of you know Western clothes. But we, we spoke about that on a Thursday. He turned up because that was his yeah. birthday on a Thursday. Uh, yeah, that was the day he's born. So that's why he had to turn up in Ghanaian dress. But you know, but everyone has so much nice things to say about West Ham. The setup, they you know, and it's like. And even these these players and the bench as well, you know, they've gone away to other clubs and they still have West Ham sort of close to their heart, more than some others, like people like Potsy, like Dan Potts and, and Ollie Lee and Billy Lee and people like that. But um, yeah, and they've all had. You, you, do, you do know that you do know there's another Potsy in, in coming through. He's playing for the eighteens now, Freddie. Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we and obviously we have like um, I've had we've had. Um, We've had old Joan, we've had Jonesy on, and he's got his his boys in there as well in the setup. Yeah. In the is, is he, his boy's name Liam, Liam Jones, is yeah. exactly the same as Steve was. Absolutely lightning quick, absolutely yeah. rapid. Yeah, he's yeah. very similar to him. It's yeah. lovely, isn't it? It's lovely when you see like, oh, it's, like you know, he's the, the names that come up, Potsy and Lees, and, and they're all still sort of, and obviously Mo, Noble not junior but you know your brother days how you sort of say that but you know what i mean it's it's, it's this ongoing carousel yeah. of ex-players yeah, I, I mean we've also got conscious boys now yeah conscious boy jim jim is in there yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good i mean people often talk about our oh, west ham family and they go oh is it true yeah it's true i don't think it's true without yeah. a shadow of that really? yeah yeah really 
Mark, man, it's been lovely. It's been lovely chatting to you. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. But oh, you're well, not well, your son anyway. He's not. You're, getting, you're not. You're not working at the moment. So. <laughs> I haven't sent so many people to sleep anyway. It's been a pleasure. No, it's brilliant, brilliant. No, we love it. We all love it. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. No thank, you to, thank you to everyone else for watching. Um, like, share, subscribe, whatever. And um, for me and Mark, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Wash those hands. Count your irons. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. Much love. Bye, bye. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.